I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. With Danny, I'm Grant. The stretch run of G&D on 106.7 The Fan. We're taking you up to 6.30 tonight. Handing things off to Toby, who's got overtime coming your way at the bottom of the hour. Looking forward to catching that on my way home. If you missed any part of our show, you'll be able to podcast it when we're done. TheFanDC.com, GrantandDanny.com slash audio. I thought Dominic Smith, the new Nationals first baseman who came over from the Mets this offseason, was awesome. Just so cool. He even said at the end, he's like, I'd love to talk to you guys again. And I was like, you don't mean that, but it was still nice of you to say. So I have heard players before do something along the lines of, hey, anytime you guys want me on or you know, call me and let me know. And I've never believed them. I actually kind of believed Dominic Smith a little bit. Darius, will you pull the very end when he just said, call me back sometime? Because you know what I'm talking about, right? Right at the end there? Yeah. Normally it's a, there's a, there's a range, frankly. Uh-huh. So <laughs> what is very normal when you talk to someone on any of the teams that we care about um, especially if we've never met them before. It's a guy like Doubter or someone that we have a relationship with. It's different. Yeah. All right, boys, we'll talk to you. But a normal one-off, like Dominic Smith does not know us, nor should he, uh, has no idea who we are, probably thinks he'll never talk to us again or meet mm-hmm. us or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, if I'm lucky, I'll never see those fat exactly. idiots. Yeah. The, the normal way for that conversation to end is for a player to go, hey, thanks a lot for your time. All right, see you. No harm, no foul. Yep. You, you didn't it's do anything It's fine. Wrong. It's fine. Sometimes someone is is really sharp. Yep. They got high EQ and they're playing the game and they're trying to, to win us over or whatever. And just, it's like handing us a brownie, right? The idea that you might have done a little research, like just knowing our names. So they go, all right, Grant and Danny, thanks. And that's like one of these stop in your like, track. <sighs> he said okay. our name. Okay. Whoa. Dominic Smith did that. Yeah. And then went further and was like, let's do this again. That That's the craziest one you can get is if someone says your name, and they're like, Hey, Grant, Dan, let's do this again. This was fun. You go, what a guy he is. But he went further. He was basically like, basically invited us to his house. That's what I got out of it. This was Dominic Smith at the end of the call. Oh, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate you guys. Grant and Danny, this was awesome. I can't wait to uh, talk with you guys soon. <gasps> he can't wait to talk to Like right now, he's like, I wish I could talk to them. Do you think right now he's sitting somewhere going, why haven't they texted me? Why aren't they following up with me? What is, they didn't tell me they liked it. He dropped a Grant and Danny. Those are our names. Like, that was awesome. Now, remember, okay, uh-huh. PR directors get paid, too. Yep. Kyle Brostowitz, who set it up, Nats PR. Yeah. He's doing his job. Kyle he's, knows what he's about. He's yeah. going to slip a little piece of paper over to Dominic Smith. It's going to say, interviews with Grant and Danny, station 1067, our flagship, be nice, you know, whatever. Great. Nobody uses that paper. Right. 
The only guy that's ever used that paper before ever was Bruce Allen. And he didn't read the word Danny correctly. <laughs> he either thought Danny said Dave or his PR guy at the time, Tony Wiley, didn't do his job correctly uh-huh. and handed him a piece of paper that said Grant and Dave. Grant and Dave. Hello, Grant and Dave. How are you on free agency day? Now, the best part about that, there's a million best parts, obviously. There's a lot. There's there's so many onions to peel back. There's the onion to peel back. One of the things we do uh, in, in radio is if you're just tuning into your car and you wonder, who are they talking to? So we do what's called a reset. Usually you do it every couple of questions or so, right? It's one of those things that always as a host feels like you're doing it too much. But as a listener, it just becomes like a chair in the room that you don't notice. Uh-huh. So if you're listening to an interview that we're doing with Bruce Allen, over the course of 15 minutes, we'll reset. Bruce Allen on Grant and Danny, probably six times. A handful of times. And you'll, you won't notice it, ideally, if it's done correctly and it's short and, and you don't stumble over yourself and you get right back into your question. I reset after he did that every time I spoke. Bruce Allen here on Grant and Danny. You see what I'm saying? Because he called me Dave, and I had to let him know that that's not the name. That's not my name. I Hello, never corrected Grant and Dave. How are you on free agency day? So I never said it's Danny, sir. I just simply told him. I just introduced the show multiple times over. I reset every time before I asked him a question. Was he was so adamant about Dave. <laughs> like he was so sure. That's high energy. <laughs> That's right. When That's I, out of the gate. When I'm not positive about someone's last name, okay? Like, Toby, I believe your last name is Altizer. Am I saying that correct? Okay. But a minute ago in there... I was saying his last name. Yep. I've only kind of heard him say his last name a few times yeah, on air. Yeah. So I said Toby Oldtizer, but I kind of trailed at the end because I wasn't You didn't positive. sell it. You so didn't like, really, yeah. Toby Oldtizer. Because the point Toby. was, I don't want to be the guy to get this wrong. Mm-hmm. Bruce, if he didn't know, if he really didn't know what your name was, <laughs> I, I don't think it would have been like Grant and Dave. Hi, fellas. I think it would have been like, he could have done that or he could have, hey, Grant and Dave, how you doing? It was not that. He was so sure. It was Dave. Grant and Dave. And that's and then how he I know. <laughs> that's how I know he was given the wrong name. That's how I know. Was that before or after we had him at the Super Bowl? That was before. That was before. Yeah. Uh, did we have him at the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yes. I mean, kind of though. Yes, we had. Not even kind of. That, that's another story. We, had, we totally. Day. We well, there were were there two times we had him at the Super Bowl. No, or just there was the one. one. There was one time where I backed him into a corner and he, he jumped over a fence. Well, he was pretending that they had to leave somewhere and he went out yeah. like some sort of security loading dock. He literally was like, <laughs> I have to go. And he he quite literally went away from me as fast as he could. But he he like like a raccoon on your back deck uh-huh. got pinned into the corner. There was he thought he could just get out of where we were and there was a wall everywhere. And then he just kind of looked at me like, oh no, what's gonna happen now? now? And I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you guys this, just for that visual. Because again, this is one of my all-time favorite stories. Right now, the NFL Combine is on. It is. The defensive linemen are running through various drills. If somebody had a stopwatch and somebody was a, like someone was a scout for an NFL team, watching Grant corner Bruce Allen, they would have showed the other scout the stopwatch and like, that's a first-round pick. My guy Grant, probably not a lot of straight-line speed. Not the fastest I think guy. that's a fair statement. Nobody was quicker that day. Then cutting off angles on Bruce Allen. He wanted to leave, and you didn't let him. You shut down daylight. You kept closing. He was cornered like a rabid animal. He tried to jumped over a barrier. I like angles. <laughs> Never forget. I mean, we, we talk about pettiness all the time now with Dan yeah, and some of these amazing stories that have come out. Mr. Petty Paws. In testimony. I mean, the fact that supposedly he was mad about a deal he had agreed to. Not anything nefarious that had happened, but essentially, as the story goes, that he had 
done a deal where he got the worst end of it with the learners, and he was so mad about it that he poured milk so that it would sour to smell bad in the learners' suite at his own stadium. Like, little things like that. The entire reason Bruce came on our show that day, I had sent no fewer than, I don't know, 50 emails to try to get him Dozens. on the show. and I mean, just constantly, and no, 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 never happened. No, 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 kick rocks. No, 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 no. Mike Shanahan had gone on the Team 980 at the time. Went on with Kevin, right? With Kevin Sheehan. Yeah. And was talking about his time with the Redskins and whatever else. And they were so mad at Sheehan. Now, mind you, the team owned 980. <laughs> Think about this. They owned the radio station. They signed Kevin's check. I think that's how that worked. I don't know. But it was doing an intermediary somewhere. They, they owned the station. Red Zebra. They were so mad that he had Mike Shanahan on that as soon as that interview aired, Tony Wiley calls me and says, Bruce will come on your show tomorrow. He wants to come on tomorrow. You guys want Bruce? I thought oh, it was no, today. No, it tomorrow. Sorry. It was, it was like minutes from that. 9.56 a.m. Yeah, exactly. Before we go on to 10, is right. you guys want Bruce? You want, you want Bruce? Yeah. And that was their big way to get back at them. They're like, <laughs> we'll put Bruce on these guys' show. <laughs> That was their big plan. Like, Hello, now, Grant and Dave. Now it's fixed. Kevin talked to Shanahan. Bruce is going to come on. Now. And the way it was going to. I'll gonna, take it. I'll yeah. take what Let's, I can get. I was happy to, happy to eat. If you're going tit for tat with your with your uh, your employee, Kevin no Sheehan, and, and I'm getting Bruce Allen for the first and probably only time ever, I'll take it. But it all starts because Bruce, who we've was been mad. bagging on, yeah. just crushing for years with this fake pol- politician energy. <laughs> Hello, Grant and Dave. How are you on free agency day? It's perfect. It's so good. Yeah, the biggest part of that, though, is so he does it in retaliation, right? So he wanted to make it seem like we're old pals, like we're just good buds, just yeah. the three best friends well, anyone could have. Him and me and Dave. We've, and Dave. we've, gone, <laughs> we've gone places together. <laughs> like, I haven't, when's the last time I saw you, Fellers, Dave? what's good? What up, Dave? Dave, remember when we shared a brew over there in Richmond? How's your wife? Fire in the hole. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, thank God. Yeah, those are good stories. Those oh, it's the best. But one more time, Dominic Smith, guys, listen to this. He really likes us. He wants to be on the show more often. Sounds as though he got pretty amped up about being on the program today. Oh, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate you guys. Granted, Danny, this was awesome. I can't wait to uh, talk with you guys soon. He almost made me believe it. You know what I mean? What a pro. Just a just a Listen, mensch. If he goes oh for his first sixty five, I'll be like, he needs to be in the middle of the order still. You keep putting him in there. And that's the difference between you and me. And then <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not gonna you know, No, come on. I'm not gonna I'm be kidding. a jerk. But Ron I'm Rivera's kidding. you think I'm doing a bit? No. Why did you love Ron Rivera? Why did you want are them you gonna, to hire? Are him? you gonna This is your bit? It doesn't make me look good. Ron all right, Rivera fine, here we go. came on our show once. We were in Arizona. All right, I'll tell it. I'll tell it. All right. We were in Arizona at the Super Bowl, okay? We are getting a bunch of different guests on or whatever, and you'd mentioned you saw Rivera making the rounds, and you said, Ron, I, I, I met him years ago. He was the head coach of the Panthers. At the time. This was like three years before he came to Washington. Yeah, and he's the head coach of the Panthers at the time. He's, he's so entrenched, so established. And you walked, saddled right up next to Ron and waited for him to be done talking to someone else. I said, Ron, I just want to say hello. My name is Grant Paulson. We met before, and he goes, Grant, how are you? I remember you. I really do. Okay. You still in DC? It sounds like you're, you're doing middays. That's the middle part of the day. It really is. And I can draw you a map because I know what time noon is. Okay. Next thing you know, he sits down and looked me in the eye, met me. And like after a few minutes, like it was over, st- 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 you know, sat around. Over the next three months, Danny talked about Ron Rivera as the coach of the year like nine times. Yeah. And then as soon as he gets let go, he's like, you know what they should do here in Washington? 
There's one thing they should do, and its name is Rod Rivera. You got to go get him right now. Every second is a second too long. If you don't hire Rivera, it's irresponsible. And I now, I now. It's because of the Because he was nice to me and made eye contact. It wasn't just the interview because he was great. He was because he's awesome. He killed. He was great. It's that he sat there after we were off air. Because remember, we had, we had so many different people. Like one of my heroes is Frank Caliendo, right? Frank Caliendo. We couldn't even air the interview because he was so bored, didn't want to talk to me. You let me like take it over to ask him questions. And two minutes in, he gave us the hurry up symbol, <laughs> right? To he like also, say, let's get through this. I mean, we. We have never been big timed on Radio Row yeah. as bad as we were big timed by Caliendo. And it broke my heart. I he, didn't because I, I, I wanted what like he used to doing is like people would be like, "Hey, what would it sound like if if Al Pacino ordered a smoothie from Robert De Niro?" And I was like, "I didn't want I didn't want to do any of that hacky crap." You know, I actually wanted to ask him about stuff. Is like I didn't, like try to do you know I do impressions too. I didn't do any of that crap. And he didn't want to talk to me at all. He didn't want to talk to us at all. And so the fact that as soon as the interview was over. He ran like a 4-2 to get to the next table to well, get the hell out remember, of there. So he sat down, Caliendo. This is just becoming story time now. So Caliendo sits down at Radio Row, and no exaggeration, and my first question to him, this is, we. he sits down, he's willing to do the interview. I don't know why he said yes, but he did. By the time I asked my first question, he's staring at his phone. He's looking at his phone. And he looks up, he goes, huh? Sorry, I got distracted, huh? And I asked again, he gave like a bad answer. <laughs> you know, and then like, and we're off. Now, what's funny about that is I've met him here several times because yeah. he's tight with the junkies. Yeah, yeah. And he's the nicest guy in the world. Oh, super nice guy. Sure, we probably sure. just caught him on a bad day or busy or for all I know, he got a terrible text from home or whatever. What I know is that day, he hated your guts. Yeah, didn't care about us. <laughs> well, let me rephrase. Didn't care about you. Hated me. <laughs> well, Actively disliked me he didn't is what to, I would say. It, it just, there were a lot of places he'd have rather been. Right. Than, than right there. What did that have to do with any of this? So the point I was trying to make is, that, by contrast, the interview is over with Rivera. You're free to go, but you don't even have to sit down with us at all. And he just sat there and was just was just chatting like another like a regular guy. We were talking earlier about he's at the combine doing an interview today. He does radio row every year. He, he's sharp about this. Like this is the point. This is why. In a way. Yeah. There, he talked to six donks in random markets uh-huh. this year. So if he's on the 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 uh, list of coaches to interview in a year or two after he gets fired from here, if that yeah. happens, if, yeah, if he gets if he gets blown out, there's somebody right now in in Missouri who's like, I gotta tell you what they should do. It, you, you gotta go hire Rod Rivera to bring some stability, change the culture, change the culture. I'm a blithering idiot. I feel uh, so stupid. All right, let's. A couple of people have been waiting, so let's get to him. Chris in Hyattsville wants to talk. Sam, how my contention, Chris? I don't know if you heard it, is that by him being drafted in the fifth round. It's changing how we're all talking about how good he could possibly be. Do you buy that? Well, that was like 35 minutes ago, and then you guys uh, went on a tangent. <laughs> That's but, a good point. We did go uh, on a sign, a cosine, listen, and a as tangent. A show, as, a, as a yeah, cosine, tangent, square root, Pythagoras. Um, so, listen, as a show historian, I want to describe Bruce Allen's energy that day. It was like when your mom starts dating a new man and he wants to be friends with you and he calls you because he heard you got like good grades on a report card. Yeah. You know, Hey, Chris, Hey buddy boy. Four points last night. You got Forrest green, got the big win, huh? Pal. Did you get a couple of rebounds? It's like, hey, hey, Dave, uh, you know me, I'm dating your mom. I heard you did well on your report card. Good job. Here's five bucks. Um, But you called the kid the wrong name. 
But when you call the yeah. kid to check in, yes. you're like, hey, me and your mom, we're spending a lot of time together. Don't ask any questions. But anyway, Dave, how's school? And you're like, I'm Danny. I'm Danny. I'm Danny, man. Oh, it's a name you should know. It's so true. Because you're not my dad. The, um, the, the energy did exist throughout the interview. Yes, it wasn't it just like. He was undaunted when I kept correcting him, letting him know that it's not my name. Oh, God. But that's the sneaky backstory for those of you that don't know it. Thank you, uh, Chris. Thanks, by the way. Chris, as always. Very funny. The, the sneaky backstory was it was payback at Kevin Sheehan. It was their strategic, calculated, planned payback because they had gotten Mike Shanahan on the air. And it wasn't the first time, by the way, that Shanahan had been on. I don't think it was. It was just that time. It was uh, That's one, that's I, one straw I, too many. A, it was the first time he was on 980 for sure, which they own 980. So they thought, we fired this guy. He's basically telling his side of the story against us. We own this station. Why would we have Mike Shanahan on? And they were livid about it. How do we get back at them? Oh, you know what shows on opposite there is these two dummies, Grant and Danny, or Grant and Dave. <laughs> Grant and Dave, thank you. Let's have them call in. That was the big bit. Matt and Stafford, what's Maddie. up? Is that like right around the same time they came out with that show, The Man Cave? Um, Ooh, that's a so that memory. was earlier. Man no, Cave was earlier. The rails. Yeah, Man so, Cave's much I, earlier. This is for this is I, Radio Insider. The Man Cave lasted for two or three weeks. We were still in Lanham. So the Man Cave was supposed to debut, and then it didn't, and no one knew what the hell was going on. And then it finally did, but meanwhile, Chuck Sapienza, who was the program director, left in the interim. <laughs> Just He quit over it. But yeah, there was, do you remember legend. anything about, God, I wish I remember these, how this worked. The, the, there was a fake phone call or an alleged yes. fake phone so, call? So, by the way, every I'm not kidding you. Sorry, Maddie. We're just, we're just doing Hang story tight, time. Matt. So, everybody, not everybody, dozens of people ask me directly, did you do this? I swear to you all, I'm not doing a bit. I would tell you if I did. There was a person pretending to be ESPN boss John Skipper, who's got a very unique Southern drawl, all right, in, in the way that he speaks. Sounds like a Jerry Jones kind of guy. Yeah, kind of, right? But he's got a deep voice. And... A person claiming to be John Skipper, who was so good at it that he convinced everybody there that he was John Skipper, calling to express concern about the debut of the show. But who was he calling? Like the nine eighty, like like anybody who was there at the time to like be in charge or be a boss. And he basically got them to like. But yeah, there was like weird prank. Like that could be it a, was the weirdest prank that could ever. Be a, a well done documentary. Yes, like that whole. Deal. But people are like, is this is this Danny? And I'm like, I promise you, it's not me. It's not. I never did but that. If, I think at the time, the way the story went is 980, again, was owned by Snyder, but yes. they ran kind of independently. Yes. And the program director, Chuck Sapienza, yes. who I know well and is, I'm good buddies with, he hired Jason Reed, uh-huh. who was a columnist for the Washington Post, who, I mean, just always had blood on his hands writing about the team. Mm-hmm. Be, not because he's a hater, though, but because he's just writing about a terrible team that's inept and, and yes. does awful things all the time. And so there wasn't a great relationship between he and the team. And the team's like, wait a second, this guy's on? And they were furious about it. Again, so many unbelievable, weird... Like, it's just so unbelievable. Anything they're involved with is this. Yes. It's all six flags. <laughs> you know? Every, everything is Johnny Rockets. Anyway, go ahead, Matt. It was an amazing time to be alive. But, hey, let me say this real quick about yeah, Coach Rivera. He said if he was being honest, they would have took him in the second or third round, uh, Sam Howe. But if he was really being honest, he'd say, 
we wanted him there, but we didn't want to hurt Carson Wentz's feelings. And, uh, hey, take the guy that you like and, and say that they didn't take Wentz. They would have had Landon Collins. They would have had cap room. They could have filled in spots that way. They wouldn't have had to draft for need. Um, you know, the, and then the other thing about Sam Howe is I think the perception of him nationally is he's a beast. Um, they think about him from two years ago as a top ten prospect. They don't necessarily realize he went that far in the draft or fell that far. So uh, think about if he would have went in the second round, he would have had a whole other year to practice all those reps, and you'd still have Heineke. None of that garbage would have happened. You just would have been in a better, whole better spot. Hey, nice talking to you guys. I'll call you See again you, sometime. Appreciate <laughs> Thanks, you. dude. Thank you. Oh. Uh, but- we had a lot of jocularity this last segment. Yeah, we got yeah, some a some, to- some tomfoolery and some ballyhoo here. I'm going to pull it together. It's too late now. Is it? We got to go. Just in time for your drive home? Yep. Oh, that's good. I guess. I'm going to lock it in for that drive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little punch drunk right <laughs> now. I'm <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> it only took you 18 minutes to reel it back in just in time. To hey, say, you guys, let's get serious. Well, see you later. All righty. Take care. It is uh, the end of the show, which means with the music playing, Danny will be out the door before I uh, say goodbye. But a couple of things you should podcast here. Jahan Dotson yesterday on the show was, was fantastic. Awesome. Really, really good. Grab that tonight if you get a chance. Uh, also, if you missed Dominic Smith, kidding aside about his goodbye, he was outstanding. Newest Nats first baseman. So make sure you grab that at FanDC.com. And I thought our interview tonight with Sally Jenkins was a 10. Miss Davis, a 10. Uh, she brought the paint. The flamethrower. Uh, brought it right to the party. Always does as a columnist and was really, really good on the show as well. So grab those segments. Toby's got overtime coming your way next. Thanks for listening. Appreciate Darius and Ryan as always. We're back at it on a, do we call it a football Friday? We're going to talk some football tomorrow. So maybe. Defenders play on Sunday? I don't know. On a Friday where some football will be discussed on the fan. Thank you for coming. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.